Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. It's time to make some money. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We are also available on your smart speaker in Sirius XM Channel 80. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That is the Dr. Pepper call-in line. We'll get more of your calls coming up on the games this weekend. Right now, you know him from the Daily Wager, you know him from Joe and Amber, weeknights 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN Radio. He is ESPN Sports Betting Analyst Joe Fortenbaugh, who joins us right now. Joseph, how's the new show going? Christopher, Christopher, a pleasure to be with both of you this morning. Obviously, you know, would prefer Greeny, but the B-Squad will do for wow. a wild card weekend. Wow. So disrespectful. You knew I was going to open with that. Stop pretending like you knew I was going to come on and be nice. You know I'm going to open with that shot. I don't, and know, that's I, know, a, I don't know that that's a way to treat the team that, 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 that is leading into you. I think you want us on your good side. That's what that's I actually. I did not think that part through. Let's let's <laughs> go all the way back in time. Great to be with you guys. Greenberg should have been out a long time ago. You guys should be permanently in this spot. Overcorrection. Yeah, that was a bit of an overcorrection. <laughs> Joe, let's get right into it, uh, and we'll go in order on these games. We'll start in San Francisco. 49ers are 10-point favorites. It is an over-under of 42 the last I saw uh, over over the Seahawks this game, uh, 49ers over the Seahawks, I should say. What do we got here? Looks like bad weather in San Francisco, too. Yeah, be careful with the weather. Total's been coming down as a result. I think the Niners are built to play in good weather, or excuse me, bad weather. They've got a great defense. They can run the football. I would play San Francisco in this spot. I like the Seattle story. I do. But they're 3-5 and five over their final eight games. They beat the Rams twice and the Jets. They haven't beaten a team with a winning record since October when they beat the Giants at home, and the Giants were playing their third road game in four weeks. Niners have won 10 straight by an average of 16 points per game. I like him to cover. I like McCaffrey to go over. Over his rushing yards prop, which is around 72 and a half yards. Joe, we got the L.A. Chargers flying across the country to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Both quarterbacks making their playoff debut. You're talking about the Chargers being a road favorite, the rare road favorite on wildcard weekend. How do you see this one playing out? What's the play in this game? I like the Chargers. I know a lot of people are siding with the Jags because they're coming in hot. They've won five straight. Look at the five. They beat one team with a winning record. It was Dallas who blew a 17-point lead in that game. Credit to Jacksonville for winning it, but let's put everything into context. Meanwhile, I think a lot of people have soured on the Chargers because they watched that boneheaded performance last week in which Brandon Staley was playing all of his starters in a game that didn't matter, right? He, he, he plays them in a game that doesn't matter, and then Mike Williams gets hurt, and then this guy does a press conference where he says the most important thing for Williams is rest. What are you doing, man? Like, that guy has such... I like his analytical uh, approach to the game, but he's so bad at reading the room. Now, I'm still going to play the Chargers here because I think stylistically this game does not set up well for Jacksonville. The Chargers throw the ball over 40 times a game. They're number two in the NFL. Jacksonville's weakness is their pass defense. Conversely, Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence have been better throwing the ball as of late. That's how they move the ball. That's how they score. But the Charger pass defense has been much better over the second half of the season. I think it sets up well for a Chargers cover. Austin Eckler over four and a half receptions in in this game as well. Sunday, 1 p.m. Buffalo Bills. This line has swelled up to minus 13 and a half after the news that Tua Tungavailoa is out this week. Joseph, does the big number scare you? 
I'll tell you this. I can't make the case for Miami. I, I, Skyler Thompson in that offense, they did very little against the Jets last week. They were at home. The Jets do have a good defense. So does Buffalo. They're number two in the NFL in scoring. I just I worry because if Buffalo gets up on them early and Buffalo's top three in the NFL in first quarter scoring and first half scoring, Miami's going to look around. They don't have their starting quarterback. It's cold. They're a handful of minutes away from going on vacation. I wonder what the second half of that game looks like. If I'm making a bet here, it's probably the Dolphins team total. Over, under, 14.5 points scored for the Dolphins. I would bet the under in this situation. It's been a good season for Miami, but this is a really bad spot for them. Talking with ESPN betting analyst Joe Fortenbaugh on Greeny. And Joe... We got to go out to Minnesota where the new nightmare Kirk Cousins is going to have to get it done at 3.30 Central Time (laughs) as they play against the New York football Giants. Joe, this is really, really strange because 90% of the cash ATS is on Big Blue. How do you see this one playing out? I like where the cash is. The, the tickets are one thing. The tickets always indicate where the uh, where the public is. You know, maybe nine out of ten bets are on the Vikings, but if ninety percent of the money is on the Giants, that would indicate that the bigger wager, which could possibly not always, but could possibly be the sharper wager, likes the Giants. I like the Giants here. I'll take the three points. I think if this thing moves, it goes to two and a half before it goes to three and a half. Go back three weeks ago when these two teams met in Minnesota. All right, Vikings win that game by three. Big 60-plus yard field goal to win the game when it was tied. You look at the Giants in that matchup, they were minus two in turnover differential, and they were three of 11 on third down. They clean that up, they win the game. They're going to be able to run. They average six yards a carry against Minnesota. That Vikings defense stinks. And if you can run the ball, you can dictate tempo. You can keep Jefferson and the offense on the sidelines. Giants basically rested everybody last week, so they're coming in fresh. I'd play the Giants plus the three. I'd go over the total, which is sitting around 48 and a half. I'd also play Daniel Jones over passing yards. I think it's around 237 or so. This Minnesota pass defense has been brutal this year. Joe Fortenbaugh of Joe and Amber. ESPN betting analyst. Catch him every weeknight, 7 to, 10, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio with Amber Wilson. He joins Canty and Carlin in for Greeny. Okay, up next, Ravens, Bengals, Bengals minus 9.5 in Cincinnati Sunday night. So this is the one probably have the least amount of conviction and the least amount of action so far. Nine and a half, right? We saw these two teams play last week. It closed right around 11 And the Bengals won by exactly 11. Now, here we go again. The big question for me is, is it going to be Huntley or Brown? Because I know we talk about the drop-off from Jackson to Huntley, but the drop-off from Huntley to Brown is relatively significant as well. Anthony Brown, I'm not going to try to bag on him here, but he is a rookie, and he very much looked like a rookie last week against Cincinnati. He had three turnovers. He completed like 46% of his passes. If he's playing this game, I, I think the number gets to 10 or higher, and if you could stay under the key number of 10, you're in a good spot with the Bengals. It's not the best math version of a teaser, but I probably tease Cincinnati from nine and a half down to three and a half. You could pair them up with the Niners, the Buccaneers. Those who like the Jaguars could tease them with the Jaguars. You could tease them with the Giants up to nine. I think that's the play here. I'm not doing a whole lot with this game until I figure out the quarterback situation. The number's high. Baltimore's defense is going to come to play, but the offense has just been brutal. 12 points per game over their last six. Hard to get behind them. Joe, what's the player prop or the part of the game that you would want to isolate in this weekend as far as best bets uh, in the wild card games? Best bets, that's a good question. I like the two Saturday games more than anything else. The Niners are probably my top play because I think when when you factor in weather, Seattle's bread and butter has been Geno Smith throwing the ball this year. Like, if it's going to be a problem throwing the ball in that rain, 
I don't know what they're going to be able to do to the Niners because the Niners are going to be able to run, and they play elite defense. I mean, this is a team that in the opening round of the playoffs under Kyle Shanahan, they have come out with a vengeance. We saw it last year with Dallas. We saw it that year when they hosted Minnesota when they were coming off the bye and went to the Super Bowl. They play well early in the playoffs. So I like the Niners. I like the Chargers. I know a lot of people are, are undecided on that game. I really do think the Chargers are a, are a vastly superior team than the Jags. I think long-term, the Jags probably have the brighter future, but the the Charger talent discrepancy right now should be enough to cover the spread. But again, should, because the coaching edge definitely lies with Peterson. Last one, Joe. We're not going to talk to you before Monday night. Cowboys, two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Buccaneers on the road. I can't lay it because Prescott's been a turnover machine and he's playing a good defense, so I can't lay it. I don't know if I'm going to take it with Tampa because I know it's, oh, it's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. They're 25th in scoring, and this Tom Brady-led offense has scored 30 points two times in 17 games. There's not a high ceiling there. I think if you're making a play, you go under 45.5 total points. I think the Dallas pass rush, which hasn't been as great late in the season, is going to be able to get after Brady because of that banged-up offensive line. That's going to limit what Tampa can do offensively. And like I said, I don't think Dallas puts up a huge number on the road with Prescott turning the ball over against a good defense. Under 45.5 is the play. Joe, one of the big big prop bets in this game is C.D. Lamb in receptions. Right now, the over-under is at five and a half. How do you see that one playing out going up against this secondary? Man, are you coming along nicely? What a D-Gen. You've got all types of props now these days. These aren't just the standard questions. Look at you, Canty. Look at you. Uh, With C.D. Lamb... It's going to come down to some of the injuries in the Tampa Bay secondary. Obviously, I think Dallas is going to throw the ball quite a bit on this defense, but Lamb's got to be the focus, right? If you're Tampa Bay, you want to roll the coverage his way, and if you can limit what he does, you can probably put Dak Prescott in some disadvantageous situation. So I would say I'm going to lean to over only because Tampa plays quick and they throw the ball so often that they don't really use up a lot of time on the clock. So I think you're going to have a lot of plays. Dallas is going to run a lot of plays in this game, and that's going to be more opportunities for Lamb. So I lean to the over there. Canty, uh, Joe, good stuff. Canty delivering (laughs) props because he gets it now. He gets it. He's gotten it the whole time. But, Joe, I I feel like you have uh, helped him along in in becoming a, a degenerate gambler like myself. You just kind of open up the door to Caesar's Palace and you let the big man walk through and then he ain't leaving until the flight calls for him Monday morning. So as always, gentlemen, it's a pleasure. Best of luck to everybody out there. And thank you guys for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Joe Fortenbaugh of Joe and Amber weeknight, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. And of course, ESPN betting analyst You catch him on the Daily Wager. You know, Kenty, he said something at the end there that kind of caught my attention. And I think it's very interesting. Is Tom Brady going to be able to make plays down the field and have the time to throw the football down the field against the Cowboys here? Because it it can't just be two steps and get the ball out because I believe I read this morning that he has the shortest release time, uh, shortest passing time, like in the league right now. Yeah, he does, Carlin. Because you can imagine, a forty-five-year-old quarterback doesn't want to get hit, and when you're dealing yep. with injuries along the offensive line, there's a little bit of concern there. But I will say this: though those injury concerns on that offensive line didn't play a major factor when they were trying to throw the ball downfield in the fourth quarter against the Carolina Panthers in Week 17. That was a fourth quarter where Tom Brady was 12 of 13 for 166 yards and two touchdowns, and he was a perfect four for four for 100 yards targeting Mike Evans. So I think 
there's an element to the downfield passing game that is timing-oriented, and I don't necessarily know that you have to have a lot of time for Tom Brady in the pocket if him and Mike Evans are on the same page. So I think that connection is one that the Dallas Cowboys are going to have to focus on disrupting in order to be able to give their front a chance to impact Tom Brady in the passing game of the Bucks. Greeny coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck, Pier 17, Canty and Carlin, in for Mr. Greenberg today on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Canty, it's amazing. You've got two teams this weekend that made the playoffs who still may be looking to make a coaching change after this weekend. If that's the case, which offers the better job? We tell you next. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Previously on Greeny. I'm confident they're going to win in Tampa, and then we'll go from there, and we'll be okay. You know what is interesting about it, though, is that the owner, Jerry Jones, found the sunshine behind the clouds after that terrible performance yesterday when he said, we get to suck on that all week. I have got to be honest with you. I'm 55 years old, and I've never heard a person say exactly that. The expression is any number of other things. Chew on that? There's so many different ways to go about it, but I will say... Chew on that? that, Yeah. We get to stew over it. We get to live with it. We get to, you know, whatever it is. It isn't that. Wrong verb, Jerry. Yeah, they get to suck on that for a week. This is Greeny. (laughs) We get to suck on that all week. That's unfortunate. Oh, man, this is the same guy that said one plus one equals three. (laughs) I got to believe that one plus one equals three. Weekly Rewind brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Carlin, does Dak plus McCarthy equal Super Bowl? Wow, that is some math that, I mean, one plus one would equal three sooner than that would add up. Wow. I mean, come on. So you're saying they don't even have a chance this year to win the Super Bowl. No chance the Cowboys are winning the Super Bowl. No shot. What are we – how did this get to that level so quickly? Maybe maybe they win Monday night, but they've got no chance to win the Super Bowl this year. I think they have the the widest variance 
of any I agree team with that. in the postseason. Like, they could be bounced in the first round, and I could see a world where they could go to the Super Bowl. I you do. Can, uh, uh, define what that world looks like to me. Well, I mean, that I, world I mean, looks like, first of all, it looks like the 49ers losing this weekend. Well, I mean, the 49ers have a young quarterback in Brock Purdy. We don't know what he's going to look like in the postseason. So, say, for instance, the Dallas Cowboys get past the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll see what ends up happening if the Minnesota Vikings end up winning. Then you're talking about the Dallas Cowboys having to, what, go on the road and play against the Philadelphia Eagles? I mean, is that outside of the realm of them beating them in the divisional round with the compromised Jalen Hurts? If it's a compromised Jalen Hurts, and and I mean severely compromised Jalen Hurts. Yeah. If it's Jalen Hurts that we saw last week, maybe they could win. Well, that's what I'm saying. The the, the two teams that feel like the class of the conference are the 49ers and – the Eagles, and they both have question marks at the quarterback position. Well, but even you reasons. said the other day, you know, with based off of what uh, we saw um, Nick Sirianni say post game, you know, Jalen's really, really banged up right now. Even you thought that was a little over the top. Yeah, he's laying he's it on a little thick. Listen, yeah, he's laying it on a little thick. I, I think the Eagles are the team to beat. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying I do think that the Cowboys can contend with them because there's no fear factor. They play them. They're in their division. They see them every single year. So I, I think the Cowboys, when they're playing at their best, can can make any game against anybody a fourth-quarter game, and then you'll see what happens from there. So, yes, like I said, I can see a world where they lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in embarrassing fashion, and I can see a world where they make a Super Bowl run. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can watch on the ESPN app. So one thing we can agree on, is if the Cowboys lose this weekend, they're looking for a new head coach. Fair? Yes. Meanwhile, you've also got the Chargers. If the Chargers lose this weekend, are they looking for a new head coach? Yes. So you've got two jobs that from the outside probably look pretty good to somebody like Sean Payton. And I think we all have the idea that he has been waiting it out specifically for the Chargers job right now. I have to tell you, if I were Sean Payton, I I would not rule out the Cowboys job if I got assurances that it's my show to run. Those are big assurances, and I'm probably not getting them from Jerry Jones, but if you're Jerry Jones, it has to be about winning. It can't be about control. And if you're going to hire Dan Quinn or Kellen Moore to be your head coach, why not just bring back Jason Garrett at that point? Yeah, I mean, the conversation is, how important is it for Jerry to win his way? Yeah. Right, Carlin? Because yep. if it's about winning a Super Bowl, then there are going to be more qualified candidates on the marketplace for coaches this offseason than Mike McCarthy. I mean, Sean Payton is a better coach, in effect, than Mike McCarthy. There's no debating that. So I, I think that if you're Jerry Jones, are you willing to go down the road that you did once upon a time when you hired Bill Parcells and gave him control of personnel, and you let him be the czar of your football operation. Now, you got to remember this, Carlin. As close as Jerry Jones is to Sean Payton, Bill Parcells and Sean Payton are even closer. Mm. Sean Payton is a Bill Parcells disciple. I was there when Sean Payton was the offensive coordinator and Bill was the head coach. Jeff Ireland was the general, well, was the, the head of the personnel department, but Jeff reported to Bill Parcells. So Parcells was, in effect, buying the groceries, and cooking the meal. Is Jerry willing to turn over that control 
to somebody like Sean Payton, knowing that whatever franchise hires Sean Payton this offseason, he will have that level of control. That becomes the question. I'm not quite sure that Jerry's there, Carlin, but if you're serious about winning a championship with a team that's window is closing, like the Dallas Cowboys, then I think that's the move that Jerry should make if this Cowboys team comes up short this weekend. They want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries. Well, Canty, if I'm Sean Payton, I would look long and hard because I'm probably going to get paid more in Dallas too, and it's got a warm weather climate like he wants. But do you believe the Chargers job is more desirable for Payton because of Justin Herbert's presence? I mean, is Justin Herbert a better quarterback than Dak Prescott? Of course he is. All right, well, well there, there you go. I mean, yeah. that, 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 that's where it is. And if you're Justin Herbert, do you want to work with Sean Payton or do you want to stay the course with Brandon Staley? I want to work Because if Payton. I was a young quarterback that was ascending and I know that the organization is about to make a quarter of a billion dollar commitment to me this offseason because Justin Herbert is eligible for a contract extension this offseason, then I would want to have some say in terms of what my football future is and how I'm going to be developed. And I would take the guy that shepherded Drew Brees to a Hall of Fame career, and that would be Sean Payton. I would take him over the analytics above anything else head coach and Brandon Staley. I just would. Carlin, the only reason why this is Justin Herbert's playoff debut this year is because Brandon Staley made a bonehead call in the second half of Week 18 last year against the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't know how sustainable Brandon Staley's model or football philosophy is going to be in terms of being able to have perennial success. So I'm going with Sean Payton. And if you come up short this weekend in Jacksonville, that would be all the ammunition that the Spanos family would need to cut bait with Brandon Staley and go with Sean Payton. Let me ask you a quick question. Is Justin Herbert better than Phillip Rivers ever was or can he be? Yes. He's more talented than Phillip Rivers ever was. Okay. So if that's the case, I think if you're the Chargers, you have to look at this. And, and They've been a dysfunctional franchise for a long time, and they were never able to fully capitalize on Phillip Rivers, who I think we both would agree in his prime was a really good quarterback that they could have won with. Um, you can't let that happen again, and that's why you have to do everything you can to make sure that Sean Payton is your coach. Next well, year. here's the other thing you got to consider, Carlin. Think about the division that you play in. Why would you want your quarterback to be at a coaching deficit Every single time you match up against the Kansas City Chiefs. You can't be. You can't, you can't be. Can't and be. the only way you change that is by making a change at the head coach and getting Sean Payton. Because nobody thinks that Brandon Staley is going to develop into a head coach that's anywhere close to what Andy Reid is. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. In just moments, we pick every single wild card game this weekend to make you some money. Our winners including Bubba. On the way, he has got who you got, the segment that America waits for each and every week. First up, though, our friends from FanDuel want to remind you that NFL Wildcard Weekend is here, and the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers join today to get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. 
FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props, so don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, with promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, and West Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming and Kansas, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Greeny, the podcast. Canty, I, I'm feeling like I, I I need some sort of a stylist or something because I, oh, I just, yeah. What, 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 first of all, I'm curious to know what brought this on, but you asking for a stylist, it, it just seems like it's so off-brand. You are yeah. the everyman. You are bold. You are big. Yeah. You are bald, and you're proud of it. I am. I don't understand why you feel like you need a stylist. It I mean, you, you you go with the hoodies and the quarter zips like that. Those are staples in your wardrobe. I don't understand why you feel like you need to deviate from that and get this whole stylist situation popping off where you start developing looks. I don't get that. It's just something, a, a, a look where I don't, my look cannot consistently be schlub. You know, like I used to wear a suit to every, uh, to work every day for when I was on TV for eight and a half years. Uh, I haven't worn a suit in a few years, and I'm good with that. But I need to find something in between because I'm standing in my closet this morning, and I'm looking around, and it's just I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing at all. Am I going to keep going with the hoodie? I don't know about that. Quarter zip, that's what I'm rocking right now. It, I don't even say I'm rocking. Bubba, I'm not rocking this. Can I, I can't say that. Bubba is the wrong person to go to for style questions. No, I am, but I feel like Bubba and I would, talking about? Uh, I feel like Bubba and I would identify at least on the level of, uh, you know, I think Bubba cares less about what people think than I do probably. I mean, I got a great dress shirt on. I'm looking great today. He wears a, a press Walmart button down every day. It's not that impressive. Uh, this is a $5,000 shirt from France. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Wow. <laughs> He wore that with the queen. <laughs> you had Greeny pick that up for you when he was over there on the Champs Elysees. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know, Canty. I just I feel like I can't. I in some ways I can't help but look dumpy. But I just I, I in some ways I feel like I could. I, could I think you need to own your look right now. You just need to accept your limitations. Own as a dumpy. Person. <laughs> hey, don't worry about the stylist, man. <laughs> Everything ain't for everybody, Carlin. You just need to get to the point where you accept that because everybody else accepts you just the way you are. Do they? I don't know. We about do. That. Well, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love. Well, not all the time, but no. especially when it comes to some of your takes. But <laughs> overall, we, we we you know we don't mind you. I don't think they feel that way in Miami or Green Bay at this point. Right? Oh, now. I for damn sure. Yeah, absolutely not. It's <laughs> they're crazy. selling. They're selling. We hate Chris Carlin T-shirts <laughs> all over the place up there. That will be our merch. Yeah. <laughs> you do you, boo. <laughs> Kenton Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Let's get to it. It's time to pick the games. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! All right. I'll say it. Who you got? 
Ah, uh, yes, it is with the great Bubba, hashtag Bubba of the hashtag crew. You heard a moment ago, and his outstanding segment each and every week that America waits for. Who you got? Bubba, the floor is yours. Yeah, absolutely. And who you got is brought to you by Granger. And while Granger is absolutely thrilled with everything, I'm sad to report that uh, Dr. Pepper has actually called in and said they're they're giving up their sponsorship after what you said earlier when you said this. Dr. Pepper call-in line is lit. So um, they're out. Well, you know. What's wrong with that? You Dr. S- Pepper call-in line is lit? Yeah. I, mean, I just I- meant it like it's – I didn't even mean to say lit. Yeah, well, you did. And they're they're out. <laughs> So see, you are just see. This is vintage Bubba to just attack me after I show some vulnerability and insecurity, Canty. Kick him out. Well, in all down. fairness, Carlin, you open the door for it, so you deserve everything that you're getting from Bubba right now. Uh, all right, let's get to the games, Bubba. All please. right, and the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. I don't know if you guys heard, but you guys lost big time, and Greeny won. So you guys, can we just lost? I mean, first of all, first of all, I don't feel bad about going 500, Bubba, when it comes no. to picking against the spread. I'm sorry, you're not going to shame me in that. And, all right, and, and I mean, secondly, whatever helps you sleep at night. As much as we love Greeny and we're filling in for him, the whole idea of going the opposite of what your instincts are is garbage. That's it garbage. Worked. It worked. Well, it worked to win, but it didn't work in terms of his integrity. Well, Say what you believe in. I think he's lost that years ago. <laughs> Fair. Anyways, first game up, we have the Seahawks and the 49ers. This one is San Francisco minus 10. Who you got here? Canty, I have come around to the idea of let's not overthink this. Uh, I, I am on the 49ers here. Where are you right now? I'm right there with you, man. I'm down to later points, and I get that the over-under for this game continues to go down, but I watched both games this morning, Carlin, and that second game where the Seahawks only lost by eight points, it wasn't that close. It was a nothing touchdown at the end of the game by Noah Fant. It wasn't that close of a ball game. I saw some of the things that Seattle was trying to do to neutralize the defense of the 49ers, and it just didn't work. They came out in a lot of spread looks, shotgun formations, empty sets, and it still did nothing to stop the negative plays that that 49ers defensive front was able to generate. So I'm riding the San Francisco 49ers, and I have no problem laying the points. And for those, Canty, we should bring this up. For those that are concerned about beating a team three times in one year, it's been there 23 times going into the postseason, and the team that won the first two won the third 14 times. Are there any concerns for you there? No concerns with me there. I just don't like the fact that you brought it up because 15 years to the day, I actually lost to a team that we had beat twice in the regular season. That would be the New York football Giants when I was a member of the Dallas Cowboys. Sorry for bringing up these bad feels, Bubba, but it hurts me just the same. If you can't beat them, join them. We lost to the New York Giants on their way to winning the Super Bowl and beating the undefeated Patriots. That was 15 years to the day today. So... The irony of you bringing that up with the San Francisco 49ers and the Seahawks is not lost on me, but I don't see that game going the route of the divisional round NFC game in 2007 where the Cowboys lost to the Giants. You should go to Patrick Creighton's house today and punch out the porch light. Wow. (laughs) Bubba next. We don't condone violence on this show. But no, no, it's not violence. It's punching out the porch. No, you missed the butt, Carlin. He was about, he's about to say butt. <laughs> you missed Greeny the butt. going with the Seahawks, by the way, so you guys are already different. So. Was that the opposite, or was that what he really thought? Easy there. Easy. Exactly. All right, don't start working the pencil like Greeny on the And it was course. the opposite. <laughs> Chargers at Jaguars, Los Angeles, minus two. Who you got? Canty, you lead the way here. Oh, I'm rolling with the Jacksonville Jaguars, man. Coaching yeah. matters. 
And when we start looking at the two quarterbacks, I get that Justin Herbert is considered the better of the two in this matchup. But no quarterback has higher QBR than Trevor Lawrence since week nine. The second half of the season, this guy has been lights out. I think Doug Peterson will do a good job of making sure he plays mistake-free football. I can't say the same for the Chargers head coach and Brandon Staley and what they do with Justin Herbert. They're going to drop back and throw it a bunch, which is going to give that pass rush for the Jacksonville Jaguars an opportunity to get heated up. I love the Jags in this game. Jags have played much better defense second half of the year. First in the league in uh, expected points allowed. In other words, they're playing even better than you would expect uh, with giving up points. Uh, I'm with you. And I would also say that this may not be the biggest game in the history or in Trevor Lawrence's career. You know, he's played a couple of big games before. So yeah. this is uh, he's going to be comfortable, I think, at least more plus, comfortable in this situation. Plus, Carlin, the Chargers are flying across the country. Yeah. And it is the playoff debut for well, Justin Herbert. The Jags Herb. did it's that play- last time, and they throttled him. <laughs> it's the playoff, exactly. But it's the playoff debut for both of these quarterbacks. They're flying across the country, and the Jags are getting points at home. I- I'm sorry. I love the Jags in this spot. Next. Greeny going with the Chargers on that one. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Dolphins at Bills, and this one is a big one. Buffalo minus 13. Who you got? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same kind of thought here. I'm not going to overthink it. I, I'm, I'm going to roll with Buffalo here. This, they could put up 40. They could put up 45. I absolutely believe that Sunday at 1 o'clock. Carlin, with DeMar Hamlin being discharged from the hospital, i got to imagine that he's going to be a part of the pregame in some capacity. Even if he's not there in person, there's going to be a video message to get the crowd going, to get his teammates going. The emotion that's going to be in that building, this is going to be a beatdown. I don't – 13 and a half points, man, let's go Bills by a million in this game. There's, yeah. there's no chance with Miami starting Skylar Thompson in this matchup. Next. Yeah, Greeny uh, couldn't even go the opposite on this one. He, he had to go with his gut and go with the Bills. He, he couldn't in good conscience go Dolphins. So we went Bills. Next up, we got Giants-Vikings, one of the games we've been talking about all day. Minnesota minus three. Who you got here? Canty, I'm leaning Vikings right now. I'm leaning Vikings, but the three-point, like, I, if I'm leaning Vikings, I would pick them to win and to cover, but I'm curious where you are here. Yeah, I'm with the Vikings as well. Yeah, I, I'm leaning toward the Vikings. Feels as well. like a touchdown uh, game. Yeah, and and here's the thing: I, I do think that Daniel Jones does struggle a little bit in this game. Turnovers are, have been a problem for him, not this season, but in his past. And we saw quarterbacks making their playoff debuts last year struggle with turnovers. I, I think Daniel Jones does have a couple of consequential mistakes in this game, and that's why I'm leaning toward the Vikes. All right, let's make this since we're both. In on it, but leaning this way. Let's make it our KOD. Hashtag KOD. The Greeny Kiss of Death. Yeah, the Greeny Kiss of Death is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Carlin, did you see what I did right there, though? By taking the Vikings, what I'm doing is making sure that I get a win because I'm rooting for the Giants to win this game. I want the Giants to win this game. Mm -hmm. But if the Giants let me down, at least I get the, the... I, the consolation of knowing that I was right with our pick. It's a can't-you-can't-lose game. That's there you said. go. There Boom. you go. That's exactly what I'm trying to set it up for. Next, Bubs. All right, the green man went with the Vikings, and our last game is Ravens at Bengals. We'll obviously do the Cowboys game on Monday. This game is Cincinnati minus seven. Who you got here? Boy, I, I couldn't be higher on the Bengals in this situation. <laughs> and not if I, I don't care if it's Huntley or Anthony Brown. Uh, honestly, this is... 
Uh, uh, Joey B, I expect to light it up in this game, Canty. And, you know, you notice the, the offensive line playing a little bit better lately, too, for Cincinnati. I, I am all over the Bengals in this game. I also like the Bengals' defense more than others do, but especially especially with no Lamar Jackson. Carlin, Vegas is telling you which way you need to bet in this game. The line for this game opened at six and a half since it has grown to nine and a half. The over-under started at 43-and-a-half. It dropped down to 40-and-a-half. Where do you see that at? Where the line, the spread increases, but the over-under total points drops. It I know doesn't the- happen. What they're saying is the Bengals are about to kick the Ravens' ass when they start in Tyler Huntley or Snoop Brown. Yeah. It don't matter. I'm this not- is going to get ugly in Cincinnati. And so if I'm not mistaken here, we took all the favorites. We did. We took all favorites. No, you took Jags. No, we did. Oh, we, we took, took the Jacksonville. Jags. I'm sorry. My oh, bad. Come on. What you doing now? All right. My bad. Relax. Right, it was on, two brother. and a half come points. On, come on, brother. Okay. Come on, brother. We took Bubba. all the home teams. If you want to say that, we took all the home We took all the home teams. There you go. And Greeny went with the Ravens on that one. Really? He, he went with the opposite. Went with the opposite. That one, he went with the opposite. There you go. So who you got brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. And 27 years ago yesterday, Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood was released. Who you got as your favorite spoof movie? Uh, I mean, do we... Scary Movie is up there. It's pretty great. Um, Those were... Those were pretty epic. How do you feel about Don't Be a Menace? Did you enjoy it? Oh, Don't Be a Menace was outstanding. I did not see that. Outstanding. Well, I, I don't anticipate that you would, you would see that. Probably not. <laughs> not up your Spaceballs. Spaceballs. That's a good one. You know what? I stand one. corrected. Spaceballs is your one. winner. Spaceballs is a good That's one. as good as it gets right there. Come on. Absolutely. Spaceballs. Rick Moranis, you don't really helmet. know, Carlin, because you didn't see Don't Be a Menace. All right. Well, maybe when I have some free time this weekend. Yeah, I mean, investigate. Okay. There are five playoff games, Carlin. I can't imagine that's what you'll be watching. Probably fair. Next. Monday was National Clean Off Your Desk Day, and as oh. someone who has quite the messy desk myself, do yeah. you, what do you guys have? You guys have clean desks? Who you got? I, I do not. I do not have a clean desk. I'm having to clean it off every single day, Canty. You know, just odd things end up there from Pepsid to a little statue of my dog. <laughs> That's really strange. No, I have a clean workspace. I, I enjoy a clean workspace. You, you I, I strike to have me as somebody that is workspace. very buttoned up. I need to know exactly what I'm dealing with. I'd like to have it all in front of me. So I'm all about the clean workspace, Carlin. Right. It's I a mean, way of life. A clean yeah. workspace is a way of life. Like there might be a plate from breakfast on my desk at 7 o'clock at night. Mm. That could very easily be the case. Yeah, I just I Listen, don't understand that. I'm, I don't understand people like you. Well, I know, and I'm trying to be better. But it's, a, it's an uphill battle I fight every day. It's why I need a stylus, too. I'm just dumpy. Dr. Pepper call-in line is lit. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcast.